This is Listen Lakeland, the show that keeps you up to date on all the things that make our city a great place to live, work, and play. Today's host is a graduate of Florida Southern College, a native Floridian, and was elected to the City of Lakeland Commission in January 2019. She's the chair of the Citrus Connection, a utility committee member, transportation planning organization member, and serves in many other roles which provide her the opportunity to serve others. Her passion for youth is fulfilled through her direction of the Randy Roberts Foundation and the Harrison School for the Arts Parent Association. She serves on the Education Committee of Lakeland Vision and is a five-year member of their board of directors. Please welcome your host for this very special edition of Listen Lakeland, Commissioner Sarah McCarley. Welcome to the good life. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm Sarah Roberts-McCarley, and it's great to be hosting this month's very special episode of Listen Lakeland. This show is an extension of Lakeland Vision. For over two decades, Lakeland Vision has been a voice for the citizens of Lakeland, working with community stakeholders to create a bright future for our city. Today on Listen Lakeland, we have a really exciting show. We're celebrating our 25th anniversary of the organization. Um, We have created Lakeland Community Vision 25 years ago, and this organization is known as Lakeland Vision, and we're here to celebrate that. We have two very special guests. Uh, We have Carol Phillipson, the immediate past chair of the Lakeland Vision Board, and Pat Steed, the vice chair of the Lakeland Vision Board. Each of the participants today at our roundtable discussion has played a different role in Lakeland Vision through the years, which we will all be sharing with our audience. So thank you both for being here. We're excited to celebrate this milestone. And um, Pat, can you take us back to the beginning in the Lakeland community 25 years ago and what spurred the visioning effort? And just kind of tell us how we got here. Sure. Um, When we think about a long time ago, one of the things uh, I'm always taken back to is that Lakeland was much smaller then than it is now. And uh, part of the reason for doing visioning was because it was a time in Florida that we'd begun to see some uh, accelerating growth in all across Central Florida. And the question was, well, how are we in Lakeland going to be a part of that growth? And what would we like to be? I don't like to say when we grow up because we've been around since 1885 as a city and a thriving area. But one of the, some of the things that happened in the 1990s that uh, younger people would not relate to, it was bad times. But if we think back to the recession that we had back in maybe 2010, 2011, Those were some of the things that had happened in early 1990s. Things were not so great. And some of that change, uh, we had some high unemployment. We had some high poverty rates. uh, We had changes in our economy. Uh, You know, historically, we had been built around citrus and mining, and those things were beginning to change. And so as we were looking at the changing times, uh, community leaders began to say, well, maybe we need to look at this together. There had been some early efforts in what we sometimes call blue ribbon committees that had been established, which tended to be very small focused with a small group of people. Uh, and some of those initiatives maybe didn't grab the, the attention and inspiration of the community. And so community leaders began to say, well, maybe we should think about working together and maybe we should make this broader. And the good news is that the people that came together at that time really said, Uh, we should find a way to bring business and government and civic uh, people together to really look at the community. 
So that initiative really got underway, and the uh, what we call the founding partners, really, of Lakeland Vision uh, was the City of Lakeland and the Chamber of Commerce. So those were two key players. Along with that was the Lakeland Economic Development Council, Lakeland Regional Medical Center, United Way, the Polk County School Board, the Interdenominational and Ministerial Alliance, and the AME Ministerial Association, Greater Lakeland Area Presenters, uh, the Ministerial Alliance, and Publix Charities. And that group together really then got the organization going. And in that initiative, um, we elected four leaders that really led us early on that were the executive committee. And that was Ron Clark, Howard Wiggs, Gal Fields, David Touchton, and they served as that executive committee for a number of years before I then joined them and became the fifth one. So uh, that particular initiative started with four major engagements of the community and uh, brought together about 600 people in the conversation instead of a group of maybe 12. Uh, And so that was our early launch into the vision, the creation of our organization, which is a nonprofit and that continuation of saying we need to come together for a vision. Our first vision, which I think Carol will be talking about a little bit later too, uh, really came about uh, with the idea that we were community-based and that we would organize ourselves into specific things. And in that, it engaged hundreds of people really in helping to start working together um, for a vision for our community in the long term. Yeah, that is a really good broad overview of how, you know, what we th- the onus was, how we got started. I think reflecting back to the early uh, 1990s, that's when, just to date myself, I graduated from college and couldn't find a job because it was a recession. I try to tell the young people I work with now, oh, no, we've been through this before. It'll be okay. So, because um, a lot of people will comment on 08, 09, 10, and 11. But, right, that was an interesting time in Lakeland and in Polk County, I think, and across the country. So, this visioning effort really was something to bring together disparate groups and and talk about and acknowledge what was going on in the community and where did we want to see ourselves down the road. So, I think um, that was something that maybe I'm, I'm kind of posing that as a question. That's what we were get, aiming for, right, is to have a collective idea of where we wanted to go. Absolutely. And early on, it was also to identify what were some of the things that could address those concerns that we had, both the things that maybe had been going on for a while, but also to be ready for the change that was uh, coming and we hope was coming in a positive way to the community. So that's really one reason that the focus was so much. uh, It took the whole community to work together to address uh, the wide variety of issues uh, that centered around this. And over time, that's really what sustained us is that refocusing continuously during the 25 years and having key players from all areas of our community brought in to whatever the the issue of the day is or the opportunity of the day, very importantly, so that we can have broad-based community support as we go forward. So um, Pat has provided a really good foundation of of what we're talking about today with um, the 25th anniversary and where the organization has come from. But Carol, you have a really interesting take on this as well because – not only are you immediate past chair of the board of directors recently of Lakeland Vision, you also um, were involved in that original effort. And so how did you, maybe you can share your experience with that original effort, how you got involved initially, and then and, and why you stayed involved, maybe. Well, I became involved 
um, our hospital, Lakeland Regional, was one of the founding partners. And our CEO had come to me and said he was really excited about this visioning effort and would I serve as the representative. I was the vice president of operations at the hospital. I had been in town for all of less than two years, but had come from a city where I had been part of efforts similar to this as we were envisioning a medical district in New Orleans. So the excitement in the room at that first meeting, it was in a, I think it was in Harrison School for the Arts auditorium. Big auditorium and people from all the different sectors of the community, again, business, government, chamber was involved in that room. And there was a facilitator, Henry Luke, who had been brought in. And he started presenting to us the demographics of the area and looking at our strengths and weaknesses. So to give us a background upon which we could um, develop the vision. One of the things as we went through the process and developed the vision and set our goals, and there was a lot of facilitation and people with a lot of whiteboards, a lot of writing, groups, small groups, developing this. And when it was brought together, when we actually developed the focus areas and the goals, we then sat at the table with the business partners. We got more businesses involved in order to really set this out. So it was an exciting time. And then I got involved again when we revisioned later. Yeah, and that was a really important time too in, in Lakeland Vision was looking at what we used to do and then and how to pivot and how to evolve. I know when I served as Polk Vision Executive Director, and that's where I met Pat Steed, um, I had donors sometimes ask me, like, isn't the vision done? And I'm like, <laughs> well, actually, we continue to ebb and flow as we grow. And as other concerns arise in the community, we try to con continue to have this elevation of conversation in these groups and in these visioning activities to make sure that we are not reacting, but that we're planning with everyone's input, you know, as we move forward through different times in our cities and our communities at large. So, Pat, um, can you talk a little bit about like the history of our accomplishments for the first two decades of Lakeland Vision? I think you are our historian and you curate all the activities and all the, the great things that Lakeland Vision has done. And, and just as a little personal aside, I think it's important for our audience to understand that these things just don't happen. Like there is so much intentionality um, in, in a lot of community involvement organizations, but really in this vision organization, I think that's something we might want to heighten the awareness of these, these um, I have a feeling you're going to share with us some, some things that Lakeland Vision's done that where our audience might say, well, wait, I didn't know they were involved in that. And really we might've been the incubator of it. Right. I think that's the thing. Uh, sometimes Lakeland Vision is a difficult organization to explain because our role is not to do all the things the community's identified, but is to help facilitate and uh, we do that in very different ways. So sometimes these have been situations where uh, Lakeland Vision helps identify the problem, and then we help identify who's already working on the problem and make connection with them and find out how's that going or what is it, is there a role that we can help play to help you or to get other organizations or businesses or individuals involved. 
Uh, sometimes it's just to hold forums and dialogues. Uh, I know we've done quite a few through the years, uh, Sarah and I, particularly on transit, uh, identified need in the community that's come different opportunities. And so we've brought the community together to talk about that. Um, other times we've uh, also done initiatives on our own, which or incubated initiatives, which uh, Carol probably talk about some of the ones we've got going on now, where we've incubated a process kind of that becomes its own, but it needs uh, some fostering to go along the way, and we provide that platform. So a few of the successes through the years that, uh, and these are very few, but one of the things uh, we've worked a lot in supporting the uh, establishment of Lakeland Volunteers in Medicine, known as LVM, which has become a very important part of our community in providing uh, health care to those people that uh, really need it. Uh, another thing that was a goal that, that we had in Lakeland Vision was we wanted the city to become large enough that it got on the national rankings. And uh, it's interesting because when businesses were going out looking about where to go, they weren't looking at communities that were smaller than 100,000 because there's not information available in the same way and you aren't ranked nationally. And so you want to get really on the map, so to speak. And so that was one of our goals. Well, we have far surpassed that. Uh, our current population is estimated maybe to be 124,000. So we did exceed that uh, goal. Um, another thing is that we created an alliance of the area neighborhood associations. We had some neighborhood associations. The city worked hard and helping other neighborhoods get going. We really didn't have a way for them to communicate. So we really worked very closely with the neighborhoods and with the the city in particular, so that we had an alliance so they could work together, and that really helped direct a lot of efforts. Uh, we also kicked off the uh, Adopt-A-Lake, which they were cleaning at the lake where I live near just recently. It's always uh, such an important thing for uh, both our aesthetics and the beauty of our community, but also for the environment. They also, uh, the Cardboard Boat Challenge that go, still goes on every year, that was an initiative of ours. We got started at Lakeland Vision. One of the really ones that, that I think is really important is that um, we identified at that time a real need in our schools for mentors. And so Lakeland Vision really organized and worked closely with the school board, and we signed up a 1,000 mentors uh, and deploy them to our Lakeland school in that early time frame of the vision. And it really did make a difference. Uh, we also worked to inspire a local high-tech, high-skills initiative, which has certainly produced a lot of th positive things in the community. Um, and uh, we were really a partner with people in the county as they began to look at the creation of Poke Vision because they had looked at our success here and, and used some of the early, the same process to organize and get that effort kicked off. Uh, and, and one of the really important ones, which uh, Carol talked about, is also our launching of Age-Friendly Lakeland, a community for a lifetime very important initiative that continues and has really done nothing but grow, uh, and we launched that in 2017. So those are just a few of our real successes. So those success stories are so important, I think, to the fabric of Lakeland of how I think one of the special components of our community, and I knew this before I ran for office, and I've seen it you know, in the organizations I've volunteered in and participated in, but we like to come together, and we like to have conversations about hard things and see how we can fill gaps and see how we can 
support one another. And by recognizing through the visioning process, the partners who already do work in a specified area is so important. Inventorying everyone's skill set and inventorying like who does what, where and when and how and, and people that do it really well. So bringing them together to be around a table to talk about these issues is really important to the success, I think, collectively. Um, you talked about the accomplishments, Pat, but then just you know, really quick, maybe work through the years that Lakeland Vision and the importance of, of, of periodically looking at that vision and then maybe refreshing it. We did do that. That's right. When I came on board, we were just right ahead of it or just after it. It was right around COVID, so it's all a blur to me when we were doing that refresh that I was a part of. But was there a refresh before that? Yes, there really was. And one of the things that we recognize is that when the original vision was done, we did it very specifically because there were needs in the community that we identified. Uh, and it was time to really look and say, well, where are we? Uh, because perhaps the community said some of those uh, things that we had first identified weren't as important, uh, or maybe they were very new things. Technology has changed quite a bit since 1998, obviously. Um so one of the things that we did was we looked at a different kind of vision uh, revisioning process at that point. We actually brought in a group, which uh, was the same group that brought the community together to build all that's been built in New York from ground zeros, uh, all the fabulous things to really recognize, uh, of course, all the, the tragic circumstances around that. But they had done a very successful job at bringing broad community together and letting them use their own words. So we use that same process here. And in using that process, uh, we brought together people that did, um, we had goal uh, workshops, we had goal writing workshops. We did those at Lakeland High School where we actually sat and wrote uh, goals together in groups of, of citizens. And uh, then we had a preferential of that, and that particular effort was called Make Your Mark. And in that vision effort, uh, we engage approximately 1,000 people from the community in different ways as we created and, and launched that vision. Uh, and that was back in uh, the time frame of 2008, uh, 2009. Um, so, as time goes on, the same thing about uh, 2017, 18, into 19, uh, we recognized it's time to take a look again and see how things change in our community. Do we need to relook at our vision? And so, we engaged in a process, um, and in that particular one, we used a different process, uh, and in that, we went out to many, many events. So it was very much going to visit people where they were, um, whether it was at Pig Fest or the Martin Luther King Parade or, or First Friday or uh, two different civic groups and all kinds of different organizations. Uh, we also used a method to uh, do polling and voting when we do a presentation. We also uh, very much did a lot of online because technology changed a lot. So in having our online work, then a lot of people were able to participate in that. And again, we received over a thousand responses to that. And in that, it reaffirmed most of our uh, goals through the years. But in fact, it also helped us refocus into uh, core areas and and basically come up with what our current vision statement is, Lakeland, a vibrant community of opportunities for a lifetime. 
And so it's very that inclusive for everybody in our community that we look at everyone having opportunities as well as the community itself. So that particular vision, uh, and I'm going to pick up a piece of paper simply to show it. Um, this is our famous brochure and vision, and you see it everywhere. Purple is the color we have stuck with from the very beginning. And in this is a simple way to look at our community-driven focus, um, and it's also on our website, uh, lakelandvision.org. And in that, uh, it really lays out very clearly what the community's visions are at this time, and that's what we stay focused on. Well, and I think um, we joke about it, uh, people who have participated in visioning organizations like we have, that our vision went from, I don't know, 27 or 30 pages into a sweet little quadruple fold brochure <laughs> so it's Absolutely. talk about technology and how helpful that is to whittle it down and just hit the high points and i think it's more uh, uh easier to can uh digest you know for people to say hey how do we plug into this and what are we doing from the city of lake from the city standpoint of where we can help and and, and have those vision and those ideas in one place and succinctly written in categories, as you mentioned, and then some bullet points underneath where people can plug into activities or talk about how they are doing, you know, achieving some of those opportunities together in their organizations or their businesses. I think that's one of our big successes is that we have uh, condensed what started probably 70-something pages down to uh, and a 1,000 ideas, we used to say, down to a brochure and and I think a website that's easily accessible to everyone in the community. Absolutely. Well, I was just looking kind of at our show notes and we were going to talk about the city of Lakeland, but before we do that, I thought maybe I would toss it over to Carol and have you talk a little bit, Carol, about the recent accomplishments and priorities Lakeland Vision is working on and maybe, you know, sharing about the survey that we just did as an organization earlier. One of the things when we finished the refresh and developed our focus areas and our goals we looked at where we needed to concentrate. And one of those areas, before I get to the survey, was in community unity as, <clears throat> as a follow-up to the Lift Lakeland uh, efforts that the city had done. And we developed various committees, sub well, actually work subgroups, under community unity. One of those subgroups was law enforcement. And we involved all the agencies in our area, Lakeland Police, Polk County Sheriff's Department, Florida Poly Police, and other agencies. In looking at, as we looked at our, our goal of safe communities and working together, what was the best way to do that? We did an inventory of available programs, and they identified that the area that we really needed to work on was at-risk youth and focusing on that. So at the same time, there was a group that had been talking about a program called Bike Buddies and had been working with Pedal Power at First Presbyterian Church. COVID came along, and it got put on hold. So we had that had been happening. Our law enforcement group had been meeting, and we put the two together and started to train officers to be able to be bike buddies in the repair of bikes. We had our first pilot effort at Douglas Cook Park while uh, Pal, oh, and Pal's involved, 
um, while a football game was going on one Saturday morning. We had probably 20 officers there from the different agencies, and we had bikes from Pedal Power and technical assistance as well, and we had a very successful first effort. We also have presented to the police chiefs of Polk County to have this program go farther. So we serve as a facilitator, not the doer. So the various departments are working together. We're putting together a toolkit for them to use, but the program is continuing to roll out, and we're really excited. Yeah, and just to clarify for our audience, so PAL is the Police Athletic League. Yes, it is. It is a nonprofit 501c3 that the Lakeland Police Department has a hand in, and they work um, with youth from all across the city and engage them in athletic activities and um, after-school activities and things like that. So that was a natural fit. And I believe that event um, in partnership with Pedal Power and Bike Buddies happened back in October. So that yes, wasn't that did. long ago. That's correct. And it was actually PAL that went out to the youth that participated in PAL and asked if they wanted a bike. And they registered, so they were already pre-registered when they came to the park. That's such a fun program. So that's an example of how we facilitate with organizations to be able to accomplish these types of things that that improve our community. Um, The survey that you mentioned was a survey of seniors in all zip codes in Lakeland that was done over the past year. We had more than 850 respondents. And we asked in that survey um, if they felt we needed a senior center. And we asked how far they would travel, what they would like to see in it. And I believe 97% of the respondents said, yes, we'd like to see a senior center. So there has been a steering committee, which was formed under our age-friendly committee. And this steering committee has been working for a year on defining what the senior center would look like. As an outgrowth of that, we have developed a 501c3 organization called Lakeland Senior Hub, Inc., which you will be hearing more about. Well, and you know, Lakeland, the city of Lakeland is actually an age-friendly city. Like we have that noteworthy um, opportunity that I think has, we've been an age-friendly city for maybe 10 years now. Has it been that long? I'm looking at Pat because she's our historian. 2017. 2017. Oh, well, I told a story. So we've had it for a few years. Seven. and um, It is seven years, which that's almost 10. But um, I think it's really important that we are the conveners at Lakeland Vision. And then we, we, we pair and partner these programs that are already existing together and saying, how can we go forward even further in serving our community at large? And um, the Lakeland Center, the, the, the Senior Center is hopefully on, you know, the precipice of becoming a reality. I don't want to rush through that. Maybe we can come back and talk about that a little bit more because we're running out of time. But I will say that the city of Lakeland, from a commissioner standpoint, we rely really, rely is a big word, but we do on Lakeland Vision and Lakeland Vision bringing to us as a city commission and within the halls of City Hall um, information from the community of what the community needs and what they're working on and how we can be supportive. And it ties directly into our planning and how we plan as a city. So for those of you who don't know, the city of Lakeland has... A comprehensive plan that is award-winning. We were always um, in the front uh, row of 
pushing a comprehensive plan throughout the state of Florida. Like we are, we are recognized by the state of Florida as one of the few municipalities that has a, an award-winning comprehensive plan. And I think that's in part due to Pat Steed's talents as a planner originally way back. And uh, when she worked with us at the city of Lakeland, which we were really fortunate to have her expertise. And we were really fortunate to have her expertise um, in Lakeland Vision because she brings that planning aspect into the vision as well as galvanizing the community around, um, you know, a successful, what a successful community looks like, how we can all participate in that end. And um, we just have a few seconds left. I think I'll toss it back to you, Pat, just to see if there's something you want to round out. I think the only thing I'd just like to say uh, related to Lakeland Vision is that this community is has been dynamic and growing forever, but uh, we've never experienced a more accelerated period of growth than we've had uh, from 2000 to 2021. Uh, the city grew by 35%. So uh, as we are continuing to grow, the important part is to bring the new people that come to our community in and to continue working together because opportunities are rapidly changing and having an organization that is flexible and nimble and has lots of partners to bring to the table, I think is our real strength. Absolutely. Well, I just want to say thank you to both of our guests today. Tune back in to Listen Lakeland at another date and learn more about what we've talked about and help us celebrate the 25th anniversary by going to our website. Thank you for tuning in. Your feedback is valuable, and we encourage you to head over to www.lakelandvision.org and keep noting what we're doing in the city of Lakeland and participate with us. Listen Lakeland is brought to you as a collaborative project between Lakeland Vision, the City of Lakeland, and Hall Communications, a community working together to provide an exceptional quality of life. Thank you for being with us.